So what is the Dish on Six? We cover anything from food to fashion, fitness, wellness, um, life hacks, positive, you know, positive things that, you know, people can enjoy um, and be just like this. Yeah, (laughs) it's essentially what you guys do, but I do it visually. Welcome to Drop the Disc. This week's guest, Anna Bowers, is a transplant who moved to Augusta after being extremely relevant as a model on the national stage. She's married to former Bachelorette contestant Ryan Bowers, but more importantly, she is a producer and the host for the Dish on Six that highlights and features local businesses around Augusta. It's incredible to meet the people that make the CSRA. After growing up in a small town in Texas, not that different from Augusta, Anna went on to be Miss Texas and then became a professional model working around the country. She was first brought to Augusta by her work on MTV's TV show, Made. And one week in, I end up meeting my husband. As you'll hear, not only is she hosting the Dish on Six while raising two young children, but she's also building a business with Ryan, athlete right here in Augusta to train athletes and hopefully someday they'll represent us on a much larger stage. It used to be an old horse farm. There's eight buildings on the property. We've transitioned three of them into our facilities. So we have Athlete Sports Training Academy. We also have um, another building where we run some softball pitching and um, different kind of lessons there. And then we have Athlete for Fitness. Um, where we do the personalized uh, fitness and nutrition program. Anna was an incredible guest to have. We really appreciate her conversation. Not only does she have these incredible experiences, but she's got words of wisdom for pretty much anybody. Talking about her experiences during the coronavirus. You are what you consume um, and you become what you absorb. And so it's so important that you really hone in on what it is that you're feeding your mind and that can help you through the process a little bit better and that's what's helped me. Thank you so much for joining us. We really, really appreciate you being here with us. We are recording from Augusta Podcast Studio. This episode is made possible by our presenting sponsor, Nancy Powell of Powell & Associates. Nancy Powell has believed in our show. She's been a partner and a sponsor of our show for over a year now. We could not thank her enough. When you guys have real estate questions, when you have a real estate need, whether it's an agent, whether you just need a referral to a good bank, you should contact Nancy Powell at Downtown Augusta Broker. She's extremely knowledgeable. She's extremely active in the community, and she's a great person to work with. Nancy Powell at Powell & Associates at Downtown Augusta Broker. Check her out now. She's our presenting sponsor for all of 2020. We love you, Nancy. Thank you so much. And make sure you stick around after the episode for Around Augusta with Chris. But now, on to our feature presentation. Hey, guys, I'm Chris. Hey, guys, I'm David. And uh, we are Drop the Disc Podcast. We have a very special guest today, and we have... Anna Christina. How are you guys doing? Doing great. And what are you doing right now, real quickly, for our listeners? So all the things. I'm a wife. <laughs> I'm a mom of two. I have two beautiful babies, Boston and Honor, four and two years old. I got to throw that out there because that's a man, lot. That's it tough. is a lot that's just a lot. with that. But I'm also a TV, a local TV host and personality. I produce one show called The Dish and host that. And then I also host Local Living. And then my husband and I own three other businesses at the elite. Um, there's two programs for fitness and um, at the elite sports training Academy. And then we also, um, I have a personal business called live better community where we sell health and wellness supplements. Well, we can't wait to dive into that, but first we have to dive into your life and get your story. Yeah. Oh geez. Do you have popcorn? <laughs> no, but we we do have drinks actually. Um, I know. And and we're going to dive into your story, but first I want to get Zach on this mic to talk about what he made and uh tell us if we're going to like it. Tell us which one of us is going to like it more, me or Chris. Well, you all like it. Of course. Of course. <laughs> uh so this is a tequila drink. Um I was told that the guest enjoys tequila. Oh was man. Was I told correctly? <laughs> well, listen. 
It's all tequila tonight. I'll drink it. <laughs> Enjoy is such an interesting I, word. Yeah, I don't drink it often, but if I do, I like a margarita. So okay, okay. you're mixing it up a little bit. Yeah, I hear. Th- there's there's uh, some tequila happening tonight. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, so this first one's called La Rubia. Okay. And it's kind of like a Paloma. You ever have a Paloma? I don't think so. Okay, it's kind of. Yeah, like I don't a, get out much. All right, it's like a like a grapefruit <laughs> highball. So there's a little bit of like grapefruit, uh, cinnamon, mm. uh, super funky rum, and plenty of tequila. Oh, I love it. <laughs> I love grapefruit too. Mm. This so is very wait. grapefruity. Zach, before we kick you off the mic, will you take us a minute to kind of plug yourself and talk about what you do in Augusta? Sure. So uh, I'm Zach of All Equal Parts. <laughs> At uh, all.equal.parts. That's right. Uh, I do Instagram and that kind of nonsense. <laughs> I also uh, write, write cocktails and menus for local places. I do cocktail classes, uh, actually doing some like individual trainings now as well for uh, cocktails. And uh, you still find tastings. time to volunteer on the Drop the Disc podcast. <laughs> we appreciate it. You guys pay me in beer. That's true. <laughs> Zach, you, Zach, you. Zach, you for being here. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> all right, Anna, let's get back to you. We have this drink. First of all, first impressions of the drink. Are, okay. you, are you upset? So are we going to cheers? Yes, cheers. Cheers. Cheers, guys. Ooh. Oh, I can't reach you. Okay. <sighs> okay, so sip. Oh. Oh, there's tequila. Yeah, there, there it is. is. There it is. There it is. <laughs> that is good. All right, we're going to get a lot of honest answers today. I'm really this excited is for this. Oh, my. <laughs> so, Yo, I haven't drank that much yet. <laughs> <laughs> so, Anna, let's focus this back on you. Um, you're doing a lot right now, and that's insane. And I feel like people are wondering, how did she get to this point where she's hosting multiple shows? She's got these businesses. She's got these great this great family. So let's turn this all the way back. Yeah. Did you grow up in Augusta? No. So I'm actually from Texas. Whoa. What part? Yes. I was born and raised in Laredo, Texas, which is on the border of Mexico. Okay. So kind of like Augusta gets, you know, we get the bo- best of both states here. South being Carolina, on, Georgia. Yeah, yeah. Being divided by a river. Same thing. So I grew up on the border of Mexico, um, Rio Grande Valley. Can I guess Valley. that you're picky about your uh, Spanish food? That is so funny that you asked me that <laughs> because Ryan was always like, Oh my gosh, I'm going to take you to the best Mexican restaurant, this and that. And I'm like, okay, this guy does not understand. Um, But uh, so when we went home, needless to say, he was like, oh man, this is good. Right. Um, But yeah, I got the best of two countries living Mm. on uh, the border. And so I love my my hometown. Um, I'm incredibly grateful Mm. for um, where I grew up and who I grew up around. Um, It's kind of, I say small town. But it's it is the size of Augusta, which really? I know it's, it's so you Augusta. fit right in. Yeah, <laughs> there so, it is. Um, but yeah, I loved it. I loved growing up. So when you were growing up there, there, I mean, you have like a resume that is disgustingly long right now. <laughs> what did you want to do though when you were growing up? What was your focus? My focus. It's so funny, and I don't tell this story often. But my parents were um, divorced when I was really young. And so I saw some things there that I wanted to be incredible at. And one of them was communication. And mm. so it's funny because I, I thought, okay, I want to be maybe a teacher because I want to impact young kids. Um, mm. You know, let them know that whatever they're going through, whatever circumstances they're facing, um, it doesn't matter. They're chosen. Um, they can accomplish things. And so then I I guess we had somebody come in one day and was talking about different uh, routes that you can take in college and communication stood out to me. I'm like, wow, if I can get really good at communicating, um, that would be amazing. And I feel like it's super transferable into a couple of things. Well, I didn't really talk when I was little, which is really funny. Uh, My sister always used to say, man, you didn't talk when you were little. Now we can't get you to shut up. I don't know what happened, but I'm totally taking that as a compliment now because it works with what I do. Right. Um, but never in a million years did I ever see myself being in the position that I am um, in and the platform that I have. Um, obviously, some things along the way have kind of helped mm-hmm. shape that. And um, I just grew my confidence with that. But yeah, I thought I'd be a teacher. Yeah. And then I thought, okay, communication, don't know exactly what I was going to do with it. And then here I am. <laughs> so, so you grew up in Texas. Mm-hmm. Where did you go to college? So I went to Concordia University, Texas um, in Austin. But okay. first, I actually stayed Great home. city, by the way. Oh, loved it. So much fun. Loved it. But I initially went to um, Laredo Community College in my hometown. Mm-hmm. So I actually got a scholarship to play volleyball there. 
And that's a whole nother story because I did not grow up very athletic. Obviously, you know who I'm married to, Ryan, who is extremely yeah. athletic. Um, but I got a scholarship to play, which was beyond me because in eighth grade, I was told that I would never be a volleyball player. So I kind of just thought, hmm, all right. They did that on purpose. Yeah, right. They knew yeah. that it was going to light a fire under me, and it did. And so I ended up going to Laredo Community College for... Um, a couple of years. I actually stayed a third year there because I started competing in pageants on my off season. Okay. Um, and then I transferred over to Concordia University, Texas in Austin. I played volleyball there as well. I was on an academic scholarship too um, and spent time, I think it was four and a half years in Austin there. I graduated and then stayed there for a couple of years and loved every bit of it. <laughs> I cannot imagine. Yeah. <laughs> so talk to us about this journey. It seems like from college, even before college, you were very mission driven. So mm -hmm. you weren't like, I want to be this profession. You were like, I want to be this type of person. Like, right. I want to be able to have these skills and do this. Yeah. I um, was kind of similar to that. And it's hard to get a job with that kind of a mindset when yeah. you graduate. So when you graduated, what did you start doing? So, um, like I said, so when I was in uh, college, the first couple of years, mm -hmm. I started competing in pageants, which right. was totally out of my element. Um, I mainly started competing because my sister did. Okay. And I thought I was super competitive and I thought, man, if she can do it, I can do it and, and I can do it better. And you did well. And <laughs> yeah. you did well. And so I thought, oh, I can do it better. I won my first year and then thought, holy moly, what did I just do? Because it threw me into, I won my city pageant. It threw me into Miss Texas USA. Were you Miss Austin? So, no. So I was Miss Laredo. Okay, okay. And then um, I competed that first year. I went to Miss Texas USA. I made top 15, and then I won Miss Congeniality, which I thought was super cool because um, the, the girls get to vote you in on that. What does that mean? We've Ms. seen the movie, but what does that mean? <laughs> Miss Congeniality, basically the girls, and there's... At the time, I think I competed with about 135 girls. Okay. Um, wow. And so they get to vote you in based on just your personality and um, I guess how well you get along with everybody. Um, and so I was voted in that first year as Miss Congeniality, um, also made top 15. And then I really started learning about the organization and what the platform was. Mm -hmm. And that was to serve as a breast and ovarian cancer um, advocate to bring awareness and raise funds if you choose. And I lost my mom to ovarian cancer when I was 18. And so it was one of those things that became really serious for me. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's it, it kept pushing me back into it. And so I competed year after year. Is this <laughs> what you were doing professionally? You were professionally competing? No. So I was um, throughout college, I was mm -hmm. competing. But after college, I... Um, wanted to be a teacher. I talked to you about right, that. I majored right. in communications, right. public relations, had right. nothing to do with teaching, <laughs> but I went through a teaching certification program. Um, I became a preschool teacher of all things. So you did not <laughs> sleep for like no. four years, ever, five years? Ever, <laughs> ever, I, I don't know how you did It's that. so funny because I'm like, before teaching, I was like, oh, I want to have five kids. <laughs> not that I was married or had, you know, a serious relationship. Right. I thought, oh, I want to have five kids. After that year, I quickly went down to zero. <laughs> so, guys, I'm moving back up. It's okay. I'm at two. I love kids. I enjoy being around them. But so I was doing that, but I was competing at the same time. So what happened was... By my fifth year, mm -hmm. um, I finally won. So I love talking about the process because I feel like, um, you know, there's an opportunity for growth and being told no. And so um, I competed my second year. I was second runner-up, third year, second runner-up, first year. I mean, fourth year. What did I say? Second year, second runner-up. Yep. Third year, second runner-up. Fourth year, first runner-up. And finally, I won Miss Texas USA on my fifth try. Wow. And so I was a teacher at that time. And so when I won, this is basically your full-time job. You become, um, you serve your state. And so mm -hmm. you travel a lot. I think I traveled over, you know, 60,000 miles, um, wow. and flew to all these different places and got to compete at Miss USA. So that became my full-time job. So I was Miss Texas USA for a year. I was living in Austin as soon as I was done. Thank you. And as soon as I was done, then I moved to Houston and I was mm -hmm. working with an agency. I was modeling also a lot throughout those years. Um, so no so, more teaching. <clears throat> so no more teaching. Okay. Could you give us a, a year that you were about When there? are we right when now? When are we about now? So um, I graduated from college in 2009. Okay. 
Um, I became a teacher just after that, but I won in 2010, but I was representing 2011. Okay. So it was like half of 2010, okay. half of 2011. Well, uh-huh. and you really stepped into the economy at a terrible time and you said, hey, listen, I'll just be Miss Texas. Yeah. I don't need to worry about getting a job. Yeah. I can just do this awesome thing. Yeah. That's well, really crazy. And yeah, technically it was, you know, it was my job. Right. I, I got paid exactly. for certain things. Yeah. It was really neat to experience. It was something different. It was very untraditional, um, but so I loved every bit of it. You're so successful in Texas. Well, thanks. And and you ended up not staying in Texas, <laughs> right. though. So a what lot if, of people cannot believe that, <laughs> especially Austin. They're like, right. you are going to move where? You're from Texas, right? San Antonio, <laughs> Austin, <laughs> Dallas. Yeah. I mean, Houston. What made you leave Texas? So um, it's funny because why I ended up in Augusta was different than the reason why I moved here. Okay. Um. So. I think a lot of people could say that. By yeah, the way. yeah, and so I was actually um, I was working with an agency. Um, the agency is not what got me this job, but because I was out and about and I was doing things and I was meeting people, somebody recommended mm-hmm. for me to um, to MTV. And so really? I was, yeah, so I was hired for a month. And I don't know if you're familiar with this show, but it's called MTV's Made. Yeah, I'm going to date myself. If you guys don't Chris, know this, this is a show. Chris, thing. Chris needs to know this show right now. I wasn't allowed to watch MTV. <laughs> so, so, hey, and I don't blame your parents. Welcome um, to the South, people. Right. Well, I don't blame your parents. But <laughs> so this show, it, by the time I got on the show, it was kind of dated already a little bit. Yeah. It had been on air for a really long when time. When did you go on? So I was on in 2013. Okay. Um, and so I was hired to do that job and I was here for a month basically what did you do what were you doing what was my purpose Could you right? give well, us no. the premise of the show <laughs> so, yes. yeah, MTV so maids please MTV's maids so basically you are trying to help make somebody into something and okay. so somebody writes in you know they they have a dream they have a goal of doing something so you were like an uh, an inspirational speaker, life changer person I, on TV. Basically, I was a mentor coach okay, for cool. this young woman. Okay. Her name is Jordan. She's actually from North Augusta. Okay, still, okay. I think, in the area. Um, we kept up for quite some time. but So she wanted to be made into a pageant queen. So oh. she wanted to compete for her high school pageant. She had never done anything like that. That's so, cool. Yeah, so I was able to come in and mentor her through that process Um and one week in, I end up meeting my husband. Mm. Kind of a crazy story behind that one um, and how all that worked out. But yeah, so thank you, MTV. And thank you, Jordan, <laughs> for having a dream. Because <laughs> I, I came in and then met my future husband. So you met your future husband. You were in Augusta, but you were only here for a month. I was here for a month, yeah. So, and for people that don't know who your husband is, that's, right. that's Ryan. Right? Yes, Ryan, Ryan Bowers. Bowers. Mm-hmm. A lot of people might know who that yeah. is. Um, you left after your month. You left after your month, right? Right. I did. Were you guys like mailing each other letters? Uh, What what did people do in 2013? (laughs) And then where did you go? Yeah. So I went back to Texas. Um, and we went back and forth for about, I think it was like seven months. Every two weeks we saw each other. Either he was flying there or I was flying here. And you're still working with the agency? Yes. At the time I was still working. I was still modeling. I was still traveling. Um, And yeah, so I ended up seven months later. Call me crazy because I didn't have a ring or didn't have anything. But I knew when I met him, he was was it. Yeah, yes, he was a fantastic writer. (laughs) Um, And so I ended up moving here. And again, all my family from Texas and friends were like, you're you're doing what? <laughs> you know, you are a you Texas You don't leave girl. Texas. <laughs> right. This is the greatest country in America. <laughs> in the world. <laughs> in the world. I love it. I love yeah. it. But you moved here. Yes. You took a leap of faith and you were working for a modeling agency. Mm-hmm. So I actually left that agency. Okay. Um, I came here to Augusta not really knowing what I was going to do. I came, you know, took a risk. I didn't All have... trust in Ryan. Yeah. In, yeah. In Ryan. <laughs> um, but I didn't really know what I was going to do. I didn't have anything lined up. I kind of came, you know, just here we go. Let's see what happens. And mm-hmm. so um, obviously Ryan was was well connected and he was working doing some color commentating for WJBF Mm -hmm. at the time. And I said, hey, why don't we go by there and let me just, you know, meet everybody. And so he took me to introduce me and say hi. 
Um, and I met the girl that was currently producing and hosting the dish. And okay. so I said, hey, do you mind if I come and shadow you? So I did that for a couple of, of, of um, filming sessions. Okay. And then um, a month or two later, she actually was moving. And so, yeah, so I auditioned for that position. Okay. And it's so funny because I remember the interview and it was for a hosting and producing position. Yeah. I'd never produced anything in my life. <laughs> but when they asked, okay. you obviously have. Fake it right. till you and make I was it. Like, you know, they're like, you know, you're going to host, but you're also going to produce. Are you good with that? And I'm like, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I know exactly what I'm doing. Had no idea. I mean, obviously being on camera and stuff after traveling from Miss Texas, USA, I had done a couple of things here and there. Right, sure. Never officially hosted a show, but that was, you know, I, you, I thought it would be fun and I thought it would be right. you know, an awesome opportunity, a platform and an outlet. So, um, yeah, they gave me the job. And then I was like, oh, all right, then. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> Augusta, Georgia, watch out. Yeah. <laughs> so that was your first like Augusta job. Yeah. It's, dish. So it's what been is my the only dish? one. What is what is the dish? So the dish is um, it's kind of evolved throughout the year. So it's been on air for nine. I've been the host and producer seven of those years. Um, and so we obviously the the name of it, the dish, you think food. Um, and we did a lot of that. We had a lot of local restaurants come on. We mm -hmm. had chefs, you know, create and make meals. And a lot of times people think that, oh, so you, you do, you cook and you, you know, I'm like, no, I have other people to, to, <laughs> to cook the food on air. They teach me. I love it, but I'm mm -hmm. not like a chef. Right. So, um, it was more focused on food and we would, um, you know, kind of sprinkle in here and there other, you know, different things that were going on in the community. So you guys would highlight local food. Yeah, local okay. food, local restaurants, chefs. And um, I thought, you know what, there's so much more that Augusta has to offer that the CSRA has to offer. I kind of wanted to open it up and give other businesses the opportunity to come on and be a part of the show and highlight them. Okay. And so I didn't change the name of it because it kind of, the dish, I think the 411. Yeah, you're like the dish, dish yeah. on it. Dish it. Dish yeah. girl. Just be careful when you say that word fat, dish. Okay, anyways. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so we opened it up and, and gave lots of um, businesses the opportunity to come on, be a part of it. So it's mm -hmm. a lifestyle show. We cover anything from food to fashion, fitness, wellness, um, life hacks, positive, right. you know, positive things that, you know, people can enjoy Podcasts. Um, and be just like this. Yeah. <laughs> it's essentially what you guys do, but I do it visually. Okay. Um, exactly. And yes. so it's so fun to do that. And I, I love that we opened it up and are able to cover a lot more yeah. than just food because there's so much more that makes up the CSRA. Absolutely. I agree. Stick around for more dishing on the dish. But first, a quick message from Chris. For those of you that follow us on Instagram, you might see that I have tagged at Innovate Augusta. You might have wondered what that is. And let me tell you, it's the, actually the clubhouse. And the clubhouse is an opportunity for business owners or startup business people to join and learn how to continue and build your brand your business, your opportunities that are in front of you, they will help you get there. And there's opportunities right now. They've got a new startup podcast called Make Startups, done by Eric Parker, who we have had on before, and he's the co-owner and president of the Clubhouse. Um, you can also, they are now starting up their Lunch and Learn series back. It will be virtual. Check them out, the Clubhouse. They're doing incredible things in the community. They are helping with Augusta. We're all together. We're all in this together. Check them out, the clubhouse. A couple months ago, we had the opportunity to interview a man named Stuart Rayburn. If you don't know who that is, you might know what the Little Guide is. Stuart is the owner and operator of the Little Guide. What is the Little Guide? The way I see it, it's this little red book that you can flip through and see and read stories about the businesses here in Augusta, Georgia. It also tells you and educates you on what we have as a city to offer. It's an incredible opportunity to check. It's free. It's in restaurants. It's in boutiques. You can pick it up, take it home. But the little guide to Augusta is a lot bigger than that. And I'm learning that. It's, it's got a website. It's got social media presence. 
it's constantly updating, showing pictures of experiences that people are having in these local businesses. Little Guide to Augusta is bigger. It's not little. It's bigger. Check them out, Little Guide to Augusta, and check out episode with Stuart Rayburn to learn more about the company. I'm assuming after these seven years, you've learned how to produce? Uh, yes, okay. thankfully. <laughs> it's gotten better and easier. If anyone's easier. listening, yes. Yes, uh, absolutely. I think. I don't know. You guys write in and tell me if you like the show. Um, Seems yeah, it's to be been going awesome. well. Yeah. You've been doing it for a while. It's been good. It's been good. I've enjoyed it. So when you talk about making changes to it, and, and mm-hmm. there's a lot of things you do I want to talk about, but let's let's yeah. talk about the dish first, Yeah. and then we'll give Zach the chance to... Give us another dish full of alcohol. Okay. Um, <laughs> I tried to transition it. It was bad. Um, you said you said we ended up being able to change kind of what you were able to do. And you said we as the team, right? Where did that come from? So I, I it sounds like you wanted to do it, right? Yeah. But your passion from the beginning has been communication and talking yeah. about things. So talk to us about like growing the dish program itself and how that has uh, melded with your passions. Well, it, it has given me the opportunity to kind of share some things that I like to see on the show as well. And, um, you know, you always get a little bit of, of pushback. I think it's always, you know, it's people like, you know, what's good, what's comfortable. Mm. And I kind of wanted to stretch that a little bit. So it's there's always like that. Mm, do you well, think we should do that? What's you think some it's going to work? What's the pushback you've got? Um, not necessarily uh, in a bad way, but it's sure. like, OK, what we're doing is working, but as a producer too, you run into, um, you know, there is, there's a, there's a lot of fantastic, wonderful restaurants and they keep expanding and growing and adding Mm -hmm. to this area. But I thought, man, there's so much more than just food. So I don't want to take that element out because it's, you know, I love that. I love food, but, oh, wow. I love food. (laughs) That's how I did somebody say That's a good quote. That's a really good quote. (laughs) Um, but I wanted to do more than that. And I think that, um, you know, at first it's like, well, should we change it if it's not broken? Because mm-hmm. um, there's always that man. So you're talking about pushback from above. From- well, not, I mean, not necessarily. As you sit with your team, you right. kind of go okay. over what is right. good, what what might work, what what won't. And so there's always that, you know, fear of, oh, it's good right now. Why would we right. change that? Right. Mm-hmm. And so, but I thought you know what, sometimes being uncomfortable um, is not necessarily ideal, but I think, again, it's an opportunity for growth, and that's exactly what, it, what I wanted to see happen. And so we did. We grew, and we were able to talk about different things, highlight different people, yes. just like you guys are. And so um, I've loved it. I think it's it's worked out pretty well. And then we were also able to expand I'm going to add another show called Local Living. I was just about to talk about that. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about that. Right. So we were able to add Local Living. So the dish airs on Friday at 1230. And then... And uh, just one more time. What's the network? Just so we can... So it's WJBF on ABC, um, WJBF News Channel 6. So the dish on Fridays at 1230. And then we have Local Living on Saturdays at 930. Sometimes it'll re-air depending on football season. Right, we're and they're in football all online season, too. So you can watch it yes. on Sunday morning when you wake up. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> um, visit us, WJPF.com. Um, but yeah, so we were able to add local living. And what's really neat, they're kind of, it's kind of the same concept in, in a way. We're, we're covering lifestyle. We're, co- we're covering the CSRA. But one, we do in studio. And one, we have yeah. the ability to actually go on location and showcase the businesses, right. go Which into is really these businesses. Cool. It's yeah, awesome. Absolutely. I've loved that. Obviously, with, with what we're facing, it's kind of been a, a little true, bit different, tough, a different yeah. story. But um, man, you talk about some pushback there. Right. <laughs> I'm sure. People are like, what is going on? Why are you still out doing interviews? Um, obviously, we take precautionary measures and we try and do things as safely as possible. But one of the the good things that I like about continuing to do what we do is the fact that we get to support these local businesses um, and hopefully boost the economy by highlighting them. Right. Um, so let's actually, let's give this opportunity to Zach mm-hmm. to boost himself oh, hey. with a second drink. Come on now. Are we ready, Zach? What, what you got for us? I saw you with a uh, I saw you with a dropper over there. There's got to be something going on. There is a dropper involved. <laughs> what did you drop in it? I don't know what he was doing. <laughs> We're about to some, have some shaking. I'm gonna keep talking if you can shake in the other room. Shake it, but don't break it. Right. 
there we go. We got a TV in there now. Seriously, don't Shake break it. Shake and bake. Um, Shake and bake. So, so you've decided to be an entrepreneur mm-hmm. as well as what you're doing. Yeah. And you're featuring entrepreneurs too, which is really cool. Yeah. But what are the businesses that you've founded? What are they doing? So my husband actually founded Athlete. So okay. there's two programs. There's the Athlete Sports Training Academy, and then there's Athlete for Fitness, which okay. we just incorporated a couple years ago, where um, we focus on personalized nutrition and uh, physical fitness programs for adults, gotcha. um, as well as children. But then we have the sports side of it, which we help to develop young athletes as well as up to professional athletes, not just their skills. Um, Ryan is really, really, and not just because he's my husband, but the most talented when it comes to that as far Mm. as breaking down um, biomechanics. And so we do that, but we also help develop the character of, of the athlete. So talk to me, take me through, I sign up for this mm-hmm. and I'm doing the adult course because okay. I'm not an athlete. And David wants to be a professional bowler. Oh, a bowler? <laughs> Go for it. I have the body for that. <laughs> um, I was an athlete in high school. I don't think I could do it anymore. But if I was to sign up, what would I be looking at knowing that my best sport is bowling? Looking at? No, I'm off with bowling. <laughs> uh, but what, what would the program, so what would the program like? look like? What would you put me through? Right, what would you so, put me through? We personalize the program. Push-ups every morning. Yeah, push-ups, <laughs> some squats. Okay. No. Um, so you are there. I mean, it's personalized. Okay. So we're going to. It's small group personalized training. So okay. um, we write a program. So uh, I would come you. in, and you would kind of be like, "There is a coach always." These are your needs. Is kind of what you yeah, would say. Yeah. So we okay. we do consultation. So like we're gonna sit with you. We're gonna figure out what your goals are. Gotcha. Um, what you want to accomplish. Okay. Um, but we also mix in the nutrition because what a lot of people don't realize is that that is eighty percent of the results that you're gonna see. And so. Right. Um, we write a personalized uh, nutrition program for you. So you're going to receive literally a, a grocery list, what to buy, how much to buy, how to make the food. Um, and then your fitness program, we're going to personalize and, and tailor it to you. So you're always, it's going to be a small group, but you're always going to have a coach with you. Mm-hmm. So you can modify accordingly. Okay. Um, and it's for all people. Um, we have a lot of people that are coming in to lose weight, but to get stronger, to get leaner. Okay. So like Chris could go, cause he bikes for a hundred miles and lift weights. Yeah. And so Chris could go train. Right. And learn how to eat better. Yes. And I could go learn how to gain muscle mass. Absolutely. Yeah. And so we're going to tailor <laughs> okay, We're gotcha. going to tailor that nutri- nutrition program to those specific, you know, results that you want to see. And then the program is also going to do the fitness. The, the physical part also is going to be tailored to that. And what do you do with that program? So what do I do? Yes. I help just kind of manage and whip Ryan into shape. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> so I just help kind of manage, right? Olivia's we're, we're getting like, nods. Yes. We're getting some nods. In the One back. of my besties is here, Olivia, who also helps me produce the the show, Local Living. Shout um, out to Olivia. She's taking that's pictures right, right now. Thank What's you, up, Olivia. Girl? Thank She's you for like coming. My angel. I love her. <laughs> um, but what did? And now I forget. She's you're, my angel. You're, you're handle. You're handling Ryan. Yeah. So basically, <laughs> I helped kind of manage that. Um, okay. You know, just see that everything is is running and doing what it needs to do. So you're the um, thousand foot looking down, making sure we're moving in the right direction. Yeah. And and listen, I'm not going to take a lot of credit. Ryan does an amazing job. You mm-hmm. know, he obviously is the one he owns. He operates. But I like to have my hand in it. People, it's funny, though, because I don't actually work out in in the program, like at the facility. People always think, oh, you know, you must work out all the time. I'm like, no, girl, that is at my house when I put the kid down for nap or I'm, mm. you know, they've gone down to bed, then I'm doing the workout there at home. Um, but yeah, I just help kind of see and manage. And if there's any events that we're going to do, I help kind of coordinate that as well. Um, but yeah, I just try and help where I can. And you guys, you said you have a facility. Yeah, we do. So that's located off of South Old Bel Air Road to 29. Come visit us. Um, is that in Martinez? It is considered Grovetown. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's okay. considered Grovetown. So if you take I-20 and exit Jimmy Dias, Bel Air. Yes, okay, gotcha. Yeah. So you take your left on South Old Bel Air, and you come down about two and a half miles, 229 South Old Bel Air. But we have, it's kind of a neat um, setup. So it used to be an old horse farm. So we've transitioned the buildings. There's eight buildings on the property. We've transitioned three of them into our facilities. So we have Athlete Sports Training Academy. We also have um, another building where we run some softball pitching and um, different kind of lessons there. And then we have Athlete for Fitness. 
um, where we do the personalized uh, fitness and nutrition program. That's crazy. That's in Augusta. That is here Massive in Augusta. Massive complex. Yeah. So, That's insane. Yeah, we yeah. call it um, Impact Farm. When did you guys open that? So my husband's been in business for about 10 years. Um, so I've been a part of his life, I think January. Oh my gosh, I think it's eight years eight in years. January that we've been together. Congratulations. Um, yeah, thank you. So we've moved uh, quite a bit, um, our facilities um, to different places, but each mm-hmm. time, you know, Ryan's always had this vision of bigger and wanting to impact on a, on just a massive level. I think we both see or are Sounds on the like same page with that. Sounds like you guys have a lot in common. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, sort absolutely. of. Which is, you would probably want that. Yeah, absolutely. And so, um, you know, I think we just both have a desire to really impact people in a positive way and using our platforms as, as basically a ministry to help just serve people and love on people. And so we get to do that through obviously the TV show and then his uh, facilities. Beautiful. Now, something that will make all of us love on people more. Um, Zach, you have a second drink for us. Do you want to talk about that a little bit? David, that was an amazing segue. Yes. Yeah, he's going to get an Emmy for that. Don't get weird. I just want want one local Emmy for my transitions. That's all I want. I don't know if you know someone. It's, on it it's, for that. It's, it's not a big. Em- no, I no, can make one. Transition Emmy. It's not, not a big ask. Not BNS a big ask engraving. Yeah. Just send it to us. Right. I don't care. We know some trophy shops. They'll uh, yeah. <laughs> make you whatever you want. That's, that's what I want. Fifteen dollars. I don't care. I just want my Emmy. <laughs> a, a Femi, a fake a Emmy. Femi. <laughs> All right. So, so Zach, what do you what do you have for us? Before so, I- uh, the first drink was like the kind of sweeter and refreshing. This one's going to be a little bit more tart and refreshing. This is like a little margarita riff I came up with called the Daisy Chain. Um, I had it on the menu at Pineapple Inc. Okay. Uh, at the start for like the first six months, but some of that was COVID. Um, mm. But it was a very popular tequila drink we had on the menu there. I think I may have had it. So when we went out to um, interview them, I think I may have tried that. The Spice World? Is that what it's called? Maybe yeah. not. Yeah. That reminds me of Spice Girls. Yeah, that's what that was the point. Ah, <laughs> it was a very basic go. kind of like yeah. basic white girl drink if you will that's why we and like that was just here. like hey. spice world there you it go is, it is very tart i like it tell that's me what you want what you really really exactly want. yep there yeah. it is okay <laughs> cheers i'm gonna i'm gonna leave now thank you zach. <laughs> you know you want to sing and dance <laughs> not zach right <laughs> we don't pay him enough for that no oh man oh <laughs> This Ooh. one is a lot easier to drink. I don't know. Man. I thought the first one was... That went down the hatch too fast, I think. I didn't yeah, even taste alcohol this, in this one. This is... This one's good. Very good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can uh, hire him if I do. to do cocktail classes at your house. There you go. There um, there's cool. our plug. So we'll be right back with Anna Christine Bowers. But before we get back, I have an ad read from the Augusta players that you guys are really, really going to love to hear about an event that they have coming up in December. Join the Augusta players for a sparkle, jolly, twinkle, jingly 12 days of Christmas. Starting with our annual give-a-thon on Tuesday, December 1st, the players will be providing you with virtual joy and entertainment for young and old alike, including our Broadway holiday ball, singing Christmas cards, a live Zoom reading of A Christmas Carol, the play with familiar community faces, the junior players' edition of Land of Forgotten Toys, the musical, our original production of the Augusta Players' Family Christmas Special, and excitement and surprises galore. Look more, purchase viewings. Go to AugustaPlayers.org or find us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter for more details. We look forward to celebrating with you. Our Facebook is the Augusta Players, Inc. Our Instagram is at Augusta Players, and our Twitter is at Augusta underscore players. Check us out. Check them out. And now, back with Anna. So, <laughs> Anna, let's, let's go back to you. Before we talk about existentialism and, and the future in Augusta and conceptual things that are cool, um, I want to ask you to make sure that there's not a business that we haven't talked about that we need to. Oh, let's see. So I also have Live Better Community, which is basically okay. a health and wellness supplements. Um, Yes, you mentioned. Yes. So we have, um, it's basically a family of brands. We have a couple of different things. One called Dirt, 
and another Grape? called uh, Envoy. Is it, is it which is spelled CBD. like dirt? It's spelled D-U-R-T. I knew it would be different. <laughs> it had to be. Dirt, a little dirt don't hurt. Um, so we have health and wellness supplements. Uh, the other line is CBD. Um, okay. We have three different varieties of that. But then I also, so I didn't talk about this earlier, but I have what is established now as Anna Christina production. So what I do is people can hire me to come out and either shoot their commercials or their infomercials. For example, Windsor, I work with Windsor and I do their infomercials. Um, I'm actually set to do one next week. Really? Um, So yeah, so I can do that. I'm freelance basically. So I'm contracted through WJBF. Um, so I, it allows me the ability to go out and do gotcha. um, a couple other things as well, really which is cool. fun. Yeah, yeah which absolutely. is what I did basically for my, um, the agency, but obviously right. that was print and this is right. speaking. And it sounds like you have a lot of control over what you're doing, yeah, which is really, which is really exciting. Nice. Right. Yes. But how do you find the time to do it all as a mom of two? Under you the know age of what? Five. You find out when you do not have a choice. Um, mm-hmm. You just do. You just um, do it. You just do it, and you don't leave a lot of time to think about it. Um, you just got to do it. You have some responsibilities and Hustle. priorities change. Yep. Um, and so I try to be efficient with my time. Um, mm-hmm. There's not a lot of, you know, people may see this as a as a bad thing. I don't. I don't have a lot of time to just sit and be idle. Um, sit and watch TV for hours. Um, even though I like to do it, you know, occasionally, Sure. I just feel like I could be productive with my time and it excites me, um, to do that and to take advantage of, of the gifts and the platform that God has given me. And so I want to take advantage of that and be able to do more and impact more people. And so the only way to do that is to do something. That's right. Yeah, that's exactly right. (laughs) Now let's, I'm going to get you to tell some stories if you don't mind. Oh. (laughs) So now are we pulling out the popcorn? We're pulling out the popcorn. (laughs) It's time for the fun conversation. We've gotten through all of this incredible information about the things you guys have done. Yeah. And, And by the way, that's like being able to have your own show model around the country, deciding to come here from a beautiful city in Texas Mm -hmm. when you were already successful. We already have enough content to stop the show here if we wanted to, but I, but well, we I don't want you. to. We don't want to. That's encouraging to me. Thank you. <laughs> um, on, I'm curious. You've had so many people on your show, mm-hmm. and and I'm not going to make you tell very specific things because I know that, w- based on our experience, w- when you talk to a lot of people, it can be very difficult to do that. But are there any experiences you've had on your show that kind of stick out for you, or have kind of like maybe even in relation to the city of Augusta, like help you kind of like feel a different way about the city? Um, you know, it's fun to go out and about like local living gives me the opportunity to do that and see it's incredible to meet the people that make the CSRA. Um, there's so many people that are creative, that are passionate, that are sacrificing a lot to bring um, what they see would just improve the city. And so it's just neat to hear these stories. And I get emotional sometimes when I'm talking to these people because I understand the sacrifice. As a small business Mm -hmm. owner with my husband, like we've had to sacrifice a lot and we pour ourselves into these businesses. And so um, it's just neat, I think, to just talk to people and get their backstory. Um, The fun things for me is doing stuff like the eating local, the giving local. Um, we have segments that, that both they're called that. And so, um, nonprofit organizations, I love supporting mm. that as well. David, I know that you're, um, you work for two. Uh, technically. Yeah. Yes. Which is incredible. And so, um, those people are just so passionate about what they do and mm-hmm. they're servant minded and, and driven. And so it's just neat to to hear why they do what they do and what makes the CSRA so beautiful. Um, specifically, I'm trying to think if there's anybody. I just love them all. I love you all. <laughs> and that's the thing. Like, I, I totally understand. Because if yeah. you were to come on, if you were to have us and you were like, hey, tell us your favorite interview. Who's I'm your like, favorite guest? Anna like, Christina. Uh, <laughs> oh, there you go. Give him another tequila so you can say my name. There it is. <laughs> but Where's I, Zach? <laughs> <laughs> there's there's to, there's so many stories, but like that's something that Chris and I I think really agree with you on mm-hmm. is that the one of the things that a lot of people say and we've heard this a lot and and 
one of our friends of the show, Sean Franham, mm-hmm. says it a lot, which is that Augusta doesn't do a great job of telling its story. Mm. And you are out there every day, mm-hmm. at, at, especially on Fridays at 12.30 p.m. on News Channel 6, hey there. Uh, <laughs> telling the story of Augusta. Mm-hmm. And, and so I'm curious also, let's not do specifics, but let's talk about trends. Mm-hmm. You came here in 2013. Yeah. I graduated high school then. I've been around the city a lot more active since then, and I've seen a lot of changes. Yeah. How has the city been for you, especially moving from Texas? Yeah. Um, so I grew up in a town, I, like I told you, right. that was similar in size. Um, but I also lived in Austin. I lived in Houston. I got to experience living in large cities. Right. Um, I feel like, you Did know. Did you I, like it? Yeah, I loved it, too. Okay. I loved every, I feel like. It's a learning thing, right? Every place that you've been in, everything that you experience, Mm -hmm. very different experiences. But when I moved to Augusta, it wasn't such a shock in terms of size. But what I really loved about it is it it almost feels like a larger city, but still has that small town feel. Because we're not exactly a small city, but it's still enough to make you feel, you know, cozy, um, where people are connected and they know each other. Mm -hmm, Right. And so it's just really neat to see. But some of the things, I mean, what people don't realize, I think when you're an outsider coming here, I really appreciate Augusta as far as like the things that it has to offer or just the CSRA because there's so not just Augusta, there's North Augusta, you get to experience an entirely different state. Even Aiken. Aiken as well. Um, Harlem and its growth, Appling, Mm -hmm. everything that's going on, everything that's coming um, as far as cyber and Amazon and Starbucks is here. Um, The growth, I think, I don't know who voted Evans as the number one city in America. I saw that. To live in. That is so cool. But I appreciate and I can see, you know, without um, any blurriness, right? Because when you're from a certain city and you grew up there, you always think that you live in the most boring terrible city but when you can see outside looking in you appreciate a lot more and so i mean augusta is is incredible and it has you guys we have a lot to offer we do mm-hmm. yeah have a lot to offer yeah david i know you had a follow-up question <laughs> i always have a follow-up i try to get, trying to be nice and see okay who's gonna talk i do have a follow-up good, i know you did good call um <laughs> so it seems like you've kind of chosen Augusta at least to spend a pretty important part of your life. Mm-hmm. Like you have children. I mean, yeah. your children are going to school here. You're raising a family. And and by the way, also starting businesses. Mm-hmm. Is your long-term plan to be in the city and grow businesses here? I, I mean, be honest. Like yeah. if it's a different plan, yeah. it's a different plan. But what? where do you see yourself? Because we talk to entrepreneurs and business owners a lot. And, you know, it's easier for somebody like, uh, we had on Chad Harpley from Premier Networks, mm-hmm. which is a local company that he wants to grow to be a regional company. Mm-hmm. So it's easy for me to ask him that and him to be like, well, in 10 years, I see us as a regional company, yeah. right? But for you, mm-hmm. you host a show mm-hmm. and, and you are an entrepreneur right. that is building something that is almost unprecedented right. in the area. Well, I think we're always open and flexible. Um, my husband is he's incredible. He's a a visionary. He's more entrepreneurial minded, um, than me. And it's really, you know, driven me, um, to do more than I thought. So are you you the detail oriented one? Is that, that's what you are. (laughs) And so, um, but he's a mover and a shaker. Like he does not, if he said, you know, if you told him you're going to move to Florida tomorrow, he would be all about it. You know what I mean? So what I'm saying is we love Augusta. We appreciate everything that the CSRA has to offer, but we're always open and willing, um, depending on, you know, what's being presented um, to us and what the the possibilities and potential there is. Um, But I think that we're good. I think that Augusta has been a wonderful place. You're not looking. Your ears are open. Yeah, we're not looking. Um, But yeah, I could never say... No, obviously, with what we do, it can it right. kind of can be expanded anywhere. Well, obviously, what about I can, Athlete? I mean, yeah. is that an Augusta brand? That is um, for now. Ah, there <laughs> we go. Yes, yeah. for now is it is an Augusta brand, um, and and especially Athlete for fitness. I feel like we can take that really anywhere. Okay, um, we can take the sports facility anywhere, um, and so it just depends on you know what's on the table. 
Okay. Are we looking back there because we're looking for what he's bringing well, next? Well, I we see are. matches, orange slices, and actually, and I was about to say, speaking glasses, of what's on the table, they're not. I know it's not <laughs> yeah. whiskey. Okay, thirty uh, more seconds. Okay, cool. Well, we'll cool. go Just, ahead and he's teasing. He's teasing us. So, uh, speaking of what's on the table, Zach has just placed four mysterious glasses filled with something that oh. might be bourbon and My some matches goodness. on the table. Okay. But he's already told us tequila all night. This so, is decidedly not bourbon. Yeah. And, I'm, and I'm turning his mic on. Oh, okay. Thank for you. For an explanation. That's important. And I'm turning my camera on for uh, visualization. So, this is not a David drink. I'm just going to throw that out there. I'm out. And David is... That is a very large ice cube. I don't play around. You should ask him about his ice process, but do it after the show. We don't have time. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for the plug. If you want to learn about my ice process, hit me up on Instagram. That's right. Uh, so this is called a Oaxaca Old Fashioned. Oaxaca. Oaxaca, Oaxaca, like the state in Mexico. Yeah. Which is where the mezcal that is inside mm. this drink is from. Oh, mezcal. it's a mezcal. So it's not technically tequila. There's tequila in here, too. Okay. So... <laughs> Technically, tequila and tequila. Fantastic. So tequila is <laughs> mezcal, not but not all mezcal is tequila. So I have True. to ask this. Mm-hmm. Mezcal. Have you heard of mezcal? Mm, heard of it. Not been there. Oh. Okay. I, right? I, have, I before have Zach, had never heard of mezcal. But you loved it. It was fine. It, mezcal is like... So... So I whiskey, hear right? There's experience. whiskey, right? <laughs> and scotch is kind of like this this form of whiskey that's different and mm. it's got this like very, you know, scotchy taste, yeah. right? Like you can't, like I'm not talking about well peated scotch, I'm talking about like scotch. Like it's got this kind of like bite to it, right? Mm-hmm. Mezcal to me is like the scotch of tequila. Ah, that's okay, well. that's the way I describe mezcal. I don't know if it's right. Did you say, have you ever been there? Have you ever tried it's it? It's a drink. Oh, it's a drink. I was like, no, what? Who, it's where? a drink. I've never, I, yeah, Mezcal it also is could a, be uh, a place. It's a spirit. And I yeah. It's, it is yeah. not a place. It's not? It's a spirit. No, it's a spirit. It's a, it's an agave distillate. It's there you go. From like a certain region in Mexico. Oh Y'all, goodness. am I about to grow a mustache? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> this is, this is a Chris drink. Jeez. Heck yeah. And, uh, Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. So there's a little bit of reposado and some mezcal, oh agave, gosh. bitters, and uh, flamed orange twist. Ay, yay, yay. Ooh, that's so good. Isn't yeah. it amazing? Wow. <laughs> it's called a Oaxaca Old Fashioned. Yo, I think I'm numb. <laughs> Do you, do you taste like a little bit of like that vegetal smoke in what there? What is the flavor of this drink? What I taste, but I am numb. Smoke, <laughs> smoke, and my um, cheeks. Like, I definitely almost get a whiskey, but it's because of the color. It's I think that's tricking me. But I definitely get a it's tequila. It's like charred. It's like a charred I don't tequila. Know. That's 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 <laughs> the mezcal in there. A little, little slipped a little David, mezcal in there for you. Thumbs up or thumbs down? A little bit of I, death. I, I don't know. Dave, Dave's a thumbs down on this one. I know. I know. It's okay. Honestly, I like this more than the other two. What? Really? Yeah. Zach, thank you so much, man. Uh, if, if you guys are impressed by Zach, I know we're impressed by Zach. Uh, make sure you hit him up on Instagram at all.equal.parts. He does... Uh, cocktail classes he does uh private sessions he makes menus for bars he's a crazy person we love to have him here thank you zach and muted okay cool anna you have the uh unique pleasure by the way of being at a zach episode we only get zach once a month okay and so these episodes are always a little bit more crazy than yeah the you're average just gonna one. make all of us seem like we're an alcoholic and that's okay i guess <laughs> not <laughs> You don't have to drink the whole thing. Yeah, please yeah, don't I'm feel not. like you need to drink the whole thing. Uh, they are for taste, and we yeah. will finish them um, <laughs> uh, after COVID. Yeah. Sure. Wait, <laughs> and we'll be right back to drop the disc with Anna and answer some closing questions. But before we do that, I want to talk about one of my personal favorite subjects, and that's beer. And if you're a listener of the show, you know that we're about to talk about Savannah River Brewery. Now, something that's really, really exciting about Savannah River Brewery that happened last year was that I got to collaborate with them to put on a really, really great New Year's Eve party. Now, obviously, this year, there's not going to be a giant party at Savannah River Brewery, but there will be an event on New Year's Eve, and it will raise money for charity. Less people will be able to be there, so you'll really want to get a ticket in advance. 
but we're really, really excited about this. More details are to come. You're going to see some familiar faces from the Drop the Dish show at this event. It's going to be really, really awesome. Keep up with them on Facebook and at savannahriverbrewingcompany.com for more information. And we'll, of course, drop information as it becomes available. But look out for Savannah River Brewing Company. Not only have they been rebranding some great beers, but we have a really exciting event in store. And don't forget, guys, after this last segment, make sure you stick around for Around Augusta with Chris, where he's going to talk about all kinds of stories and rumors in our city. Let's bring this to a stopping point. Before we do that, though, Mm -hmm. I want to talk to you about 2020. Yeah. 2020 is such an iconic year that I know that everybody that had the opportunity went. They bought the Masters Apparel with the 2020 on it because they knew it was going to be a big deal. (laughs) Chris can confirm this. Yeah. That's right. My bank account is hurting. That's right. I've got a $30 hat on the way. Mm. Um, Not happy about that. But (laughs) it's such an iconic year that we're in right now. And Mm. especially for people that are in not only... I mean, this is, I'm going to describe the things you, you're doing. You're going business to business. Mm-hmm. You're interviewing entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. You have your own business that, by the way, revolves around you guys working directly with people. Mm-hmm. How has this year, I mean, how have you been getting through this year? A lot of adapting. I think those people that are willing to adapt are the ones that end up succeeding. Um, and my husband has done an incredible job of adapting. And I think that that's even with the, the TV shows, we had to learn how to adapt. I literally had to, um, for a while they're like, oh, I don't know, you know, we'll think about maybe putting it on, maybe not. And I said, you know what? I got it. So mm. I ended up adapting and I did a lot of the stuff that I did from zoom. I was able to do a couple of other things that I otherwise wouldn't have been able to do if you, 2020 you didn't told happen. Us you like kind of taught yourself some production yeah. skills. So I was literally zooming, working the camera, timing, <laughs> asking the questions, making sure the lighting was okay. And then I would have to edit some of those things, which I had never done before. And so again, I think that we can take a look at 2020 and be like, man, it totally sucked. But really, if you could you know, step, take a step back and keep perspective. Mm -hmm. It's such an opportunity. I keep saying this, um, when hard things happen, it's such an opportunity for growth. And I really feel like sometimes our struggle is, is where we get strength from. Yes. And so there has been a lot of adapting. My husband, you know, is incredible with that. He loves to be almost uncomfortable and for change to kind of hit him, you know, um, and he found ways to make it work. Um, we did a lot of online training. It gave us the ability to, to move and to focus in on some of our online stuff. And so I think 2020 more than anything has just been about adapting. If you can adapt and adjust, then you can be successful. And, and I, I'm going to press you, mm-hmm. and then I'm going to let Chris take over, because Chris takes over <laughs> with the really nice ending, but I'm going to press you really quickly. Okay, let's see. I do yeah. have two questions, too. Perfect. I get my chances at he the end. He gets his chances. <laughs> Chris's segment is just the end of the show. I just don't talk. Right. <laughs> I try my best. I'm sorry. Uh, I love you, Chris. You, you said Ryan has adapted really well. Mm-hmm. How have you personally adapted to what's been going on? You are a detail-oriented mm-hmm. person. This has got to be driving you crazy. It does to an extent, but I think that, you know, you can't leave a lot of time to really fester and and make yourself think about it too much. You just got to turn and do, and so that's mm. what I've been able to teach myself, but it has, it's come with its challenges. You know, it's hard. It's hard mentally, especially as a mama, um, having right. no childcare, um, at the time and having to work in film and have a full-time responsibility of, of taking care of them as well at the same time. And so it has been tough mentally, but I think I go back to, you know, keeping perspective, um, and not allowing the circumstances to keep you Um, from rising and to Mm. keep you defeated. I think that I've always believed that the mental side of everything we do is so important. You are what you consume um, and you become what you absorb. And so it's so important that you really hone in on what it is that you're feeding your mind and that can help you through the process a little bit better. And that's what's helped me. Thank you. That's great. Yeah. So before I ask the last question of every episode, and I did kind of... I'm so happy you get to talk. Thank you. (laughs) I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm just sick of this guy's voice right (laughs) now. He's pressing me like it's his job. Yeah. Um, But no, I kind of talked to you about this yesterday a little bit. Um, 
you know, you did, you, you, you went on pageants, you've mm-hmm. done a lot in your life. Mm-hmm. And do you have any advice for any, mm-hmm. anybody coming up and having these passions to be an entrepreneur or to be in pageants or to just be, communicate with to the world communication? Yeah. Right. What, what are some, maybe an advice? Yeah. One some, or two. Some advice that I would give is, and I've said this a little bit, I've touched on it, but decision effort consistency you have to make a decision you know everybody has this this dream uh, you know a desire to do and accomplish something but you have to make a decision to do it and i think that for me i don't leave a lot of time to decide because i'll end up my mind will play dirty tricks on me and <laughs> and tell me all these lies that i'm not capable and so i make a decision and then i stick to that um i decide i believe in what I'm doing, if you don't believe in yourself, obviously who you're not going to convince anybody <laughs> to believe right. in you. And so, and then you have to actually act on it, put in the effort mm. to do it. Um, and then as you continue to do that and you stay consistent, eventually um, what you dream of and what you desire can become a reality for you. So decide, put in the effort and stay consistent and you'll see success. Even through a pandemic. Even through a pandemic. Yeah, that's awesome. So uh, we're Drop the Diss podcast, and we are dropping the diss from all the negativity in this city. And Chris, let me just really quickly say that the Drop the Diss question is presented in the month of November by Cheap Inflatable Rentals. CheapInflatableRentals.com. They've got the cheapest, the lowest rates, and they're all flat rates for you to rent anything you want that blows up. We're talking about slides. We're talking about slip and slides. We're talking about uh, jump houses. Cheapest in town. Check them out. CheapInflatableRentals.com. Check them out on Facebook. Cheap Inflatable Rentals. You can DM there. Or you can simply call them at 706-339-1821. And they are a local business, by the way. So do support local business. Check them out for your next event. CheapInflatableRentals.com. And so... We always ask every guest a question. If mm-hmm. someone were to walk up to you and just diss Augusta or talk negatively mm-hmm. about the city, what would your response be to them? Explore it before you knock it. You know, I've had the opportunity to explore the CSRA, to explore Augusta, and there's so many incredible people, so many incredible places. Um, I think that you have to be open and willing to see it, explore it, appreciate it before you can knock it because there really are so many beautiful um, things to experience, not just, again, like I said, I always like to expand on more than just Augusta. Um, the CSRA. The CSRA. The, of course. What is yeah. it? The Greater Augusta Region. That's what we're supposed yeah. to call it now. Yeah, they're moving yeah. on to that. Oh, we're, yeah. We, we were well, uh, corrected. That might be go. in a round Augusta segment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I think you have to to be open to exploring before you knock it, before mm. you have anything bad to say. And like I reference and I'll reference back is, is, you know, when you're from a town, it's so easy to be like, man, I'm from the most terrible place ever. Um, but coming here, I see, wow, it, this is such a beautiful place. And I would just say, if you're from here, if you're not from here, explore it, experience it before you knock it. Excellent. Thank you so much for coming today. Absolutely. I've enjoyed it. Thank you guys so much for having me. And let's let's take this opportunity real quick. Olivia, step up. Yes. You Come are here, here. Olivia. Yes. You've been taking pictures the whole time. I want you to introduce yourself. Tell us what you do and just give us like a quick message before we sign off. Okay, my name is Olivia Womack, and I am here with Anna, and Anna is also my angel. She's been a mentor to me since I was about 16 years old, so for reference, I'm 23, and we met whenever I was competing for Miss Georgia Teen USA, and she was my coach, and then she asked me to come on, and so I am the associate producer of The Dish and Local Living with her, and then I also model, so I model in Atlanta, and then um, she also got me hooked up with a prom and bridal company, so if you think about it, she's really done a lot for me my whole life and then I also (laughs) am from this area I went to Greenbrier High School graduated in 2014 and then I recognize your name (gasps) there you go I graduated in 13 nice (laughs) and then I went to Kennesaw State University and graduated in 2018 with a degree in business management and watch out because she will be competing for Miss Georgia USA so I want to say that because we are praying for that title and then we'll be 
That's incredible. Sister queens. Yeah. And so Send us information on that. Yes. We will post it. And if there's a way that we can influence the vote, we'll yeah. do that. Hey there. Thank you. That's February 20th. There you go. Keyword influence. Yeah. yeah. Influence. That's right. Um, first of all, Zach, at All Equal Parts, thank you so much. You've made some beautiful drinks today. We have drank more tequila, I think, today than we intended. And that can be a good thing. It was a good thing. Anna, thank you so much for being here. Yeah, it was incredible. Olivia, thank you so much for being here. Thank yes. you for taking pictures. Absolutely. Yeah. Give me those pictures. I will. <laughs> no, it's going to cost you. <laughs> Tequila. We, we had a great time. Thank you, everybody, so thank much. You. Thank you, everybody, for listening. And we want to go ahead and wish everybody that listened to this episode a happy Thanksgiving. We hope you enjoyed, Anna. We really did. And she's welcome back here anytime. If you guys enjoyed this episode, make sure you hit subscribe. Make sure you tell a friend about the show. We really, really appreciate it. This next week's episode will be a Thanksgiving special with at all equal parts, Zach McCabe, who was a big part of this episode as well. I want to give a huge shout out to him for supporting the show. This next week's episode is going to be hilarious. It's not going to be your average show. Tune in if you want to have a good time. We'll post a video on YouTube of what we did. I made a turkey. Zach made some drinks. We had a great time. We told the story of all equal parts as well, though. So there's a little bit of great content in there for the people that are here for the stories. Until next time, everybody be safe and make sure you tune in because Around Augusta is starting right now. Hey guys, this is Chris, and this is the Around Augusta segment. This segment is really cool to me because this is about all about Augusta, what's going on, details, rumors, things that I've investigated to see if it's true. And investigate, I mean simply DM someone. But we're going to move on. I don't have a lot going on right now, but there is something really cool that we all need to understand. These buildings downtown look empty. They look... Um, if you look inside the windows, they look really beat up, but I'm telling you right now, I know of three different business investors right now that are revitalizing some of these buildings. One of them is where you've heard possibly of Emil's coming in the self pour tap room. Not only is that being revitalized that entire, they have eight storefronts that are being revitalized down there. That entire corner block is being completely redone for suites, restaurants, boutiques. Guys, Augusta is here. You know, it's it's really hard right now because of COVID-19. We're really worried about what's going to happen to downtown. But I think this is an, also an opportunity for these investors to come in when life is slow and completely redo the inside. So I just wanted to end this episode on a positive note. Going into Thanksgiving, and we all just need to be very thankful for the people that see the diamond in the rough of Augusta, Georgia. See y'all. Love y'all. We'll uh, hear from you on Thursday for Thanksgiving special. And that's your Around Augusta with Chris. Chris.